Every mile that was placed in between me and Draven was like a hell's wedge driving through us inch by inch. I tried not to think about it that way, but my nerves were shot to pieces, and normally, right about now, Draven would be the one convincing me that it was foolish to think such things. But where was he now? What was he doing? Was he trying to find me? At that point, I actually found myself slapping my palm to my head. I was being ridiculous. Of course he was trying to find me, and I needed to keep that faith if I was to survive this. Carrick had raised his eyes to me when I hit myself, and if he was thinking that I'd truly lost it this time, he kept quiet on the matter. I resigned myself to looking out of the window and taking his lead by keeping quiet. I had nothing to say anyway. Nothing that wouldn't be followed by screaming profanities at him. I saw a city's lights flashing as we went speeding past. But what city, I couldn't tell you. It was an upsetting feeling, not knowing where you were in the world. And it had only ever happened to me once before. But that dark place, I was staying far away from. The traffic wasn't busy for a city, so I gathered it was late in the evening or early in the morning. Had I lost a day already? It started to rain heavily, and soon my vision of the outside world was lost to little streams of water running down the tinted windows. That's when I couldn't stand it any longer. How long? I asked in a dead voice I didn't recognise as my own. What? Are you getting tired of my company already? That does not fare well for my ego, he said with a humour that I wanted to smack out of him with a shovel. A shovel, because why use two tools when one would suffice? After all, I'd need to get rid of the body and I didn't fancy dirt I couldn't get out of my nails for a week. Okay, I knew with these thoughts it was a clear sign I was losing it, but I still smiled at the murderous thoughts. One he took for other reasons. Ah, a smile at last. One you don't understand, I assure you. Do you really think my situation would bring on smiley faces and giggles? Hell, what do you think this is to me, a fucking party? I swore for the first time in ages, and man, it felt damn good. I think in situations like this I would start making it a habit. That brought on another smile, one I didn't feel like hiding. Carrick joined me and followed it with a rumbling laugh. I am indeed going to miss your feistiness, Electus. My name is Kira, I stated with a sharp tongue of disgust. I didn't give two hoots and damnation about any bloody prophecy right about now. To hell with fate and destiny crap. I just wanted to be boring, plain old Kira, who the only thing about her that was quirky was the crazy demon sight thing. I didn't want to be what they were saying. I just wanted to have Draven without knowing why. Without feeling like all the choices were taken away from us both. And even if I had been some troglodyte, buck-toothed, hillbilly mutant with major hygiene issues, that Draven would have no other option than to be with me. I wanted it to be for me, and for me alone. No other reason. That was why I was starting to get sick to death of this electus shit, and was exchanging curiosity with self-loathing.
That it is. Forgive me. I forget what it must be like. Don't. Don't you dare try and sympathize with me, Carrick. I don't need your patronizing tones or your goddamn pity party. You don't know anything about me, so don't go pretending you do. To what gain exactly? To try and put me at ease? I just learnt my good friend betrayed me from the moment I met him, and then watched as he and his lover turned to ash at your hands. So don't you dare sympathise with a 23-year-old human girl that you have nothing, not one shred in common with. Just don't! I screamed at him.